Hello and welcome to Emerald Expressions, where we polish the gem that is the human mind through discussion. I'm your host, Jair, the Emerald Emir, and I'm joined today by... What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mish, a.k.a. Young Drip God, a.k.a. Young Juice God, a.k.a. Got a BB, got a BD. Happy to be on the episode, man. Alright, and it's your boy Jace, aka Fashion Forty on almost all the networks, Instagram, Twitter, and um Twitch. You know what it is. Okay, thank you guys for joining me. Um, you might be joined uh, a little bit later by another guest. She's currently uh finishing something up. Uh, I'll let you guys know if that happens. Uh, today I'm excited for uh the topic that we're going to talk about since we finally have. A chance to talk about one of my favorite series of all time, Gundam. Um, the franchise started with the titular Mobile Suit Gundam in 1979, which fucked the norms of the mecha shows at the time by being a serious exploration of war and the how it affects the human condition. And um, it, that started not only a long-running franchise, but also birthed the real robot genre in its entirety. Um, I'd like to start off the, the podcast with this question. How much of an impact do you think Gundam has had, especially um, in the West in terms of anime or maybe even pop culture in general? I want to say it was probably like the third series that got Americans into anime behind like Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon. Hmm. You, not to interrupt, but you also have to mention like Sailor Moon in terms of that. But yeah, I, I would agree with you. But I, love, you guys. I love Sailor Moon, bro. But when it came to like people who are fans, fans like that was like that tsunami block. And I don't know if you're on the East Coast, but that WB11 block or Pix11, whatever the channel is now, that block yeah. really grabbed people. And nobody really knew about when Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon used to come on at 6 or 6.30 on certain channels in the morning before like school. People discovered Dragon Ball Z from tsunami bro and people knew pokemon because of the, the card game and pokemon the video games so they knew that that was anime influence and then gundam was what was the other thing that we used to play right after dragon ball z on the tsunami block and that was crazy bro that gundam wing series and g gundam bro um would you like to add, uh add in um each yeah, as someone who's really a fan of the series. Yeah, I, like yeah. Okay, well I'm gonna go into that first. Um, I'm not like a huge fan of the Gundam series. Well, I wouldn't even say that I'm not a fan. I mean, I like if I watch if it's on, I'll watch it. I definitely have some experience with the genre, with the series itself. But I'm just not like a hardcore Gundam fan. But like, I think Gundam really got its popularity. Like what uh, Joe said on like with the tsunami blog because like like after Dragon Ball would come on the air, you would have uh, Gundam Wing come on, and that was like that was majority like m- most people's first introduction to like the mecha genre of anime. Like, oh, this is cool, giant robots fighting up in space. You have like these political corruptions things such as war. And the politics and how that can like even transpire up in like space, even within like the future, you feel me? So I think that just the whole concept itself, with the whole aspect of war and politics, really got a lot of people's attention. 
And mm-hmm. another thing I'd say that got a lot of people's attention was just the, the robots themselves, like the Gundam themselves, the designs for every Gundam. They look fire, so I, bro. Like, they're amazing. amazing. Like, they're like, yeah. There's not, there's never a Gundam that's similar to another. They all have their own works, and um, and they reflect the characters, the the, the pilots' personalities as well. I yeah. Think. Yes, that's a very good point. And I would um, never even guess that honestly. I never thought about how it reflects the um, the pilots. And now that you say that, I'm going through like the whole, especially in um Gundam Wing, like yeah. It's very apparent that they want to make each of them very unique to the pilot. Oh, definitely. Super unique. Yeah. Like, and they were all different, which, you know, it yeah. helps them with the gunpla cells, but it just yeah. felt like a, t- you know, it felt like the different personalities and everybody was different. Similar to like yeah. Power Rangers and shit, the way they used to do that. Like, yeah. Each color had their own weapon and their own color scheme. Exactly. So I think yeah. it that was done even better so it can gravitate people towards who used to watch Power Rangers in like 95 and 96 into that more yeah. mature content, which was Gundam. Yeah. Um, if I may um, answer the question myself, uh, I, I sort of already mentioned this in my uh, little spiel there, but like uh, you cannot underestimate the, the impact of Gundam uh, on anime, but especially in the West, like um. There are so many shows that wouldn't exist without Gundam, like the big O, uh, Megas, Megas, um, XLR, Neon Evangelion, Neon Evangelion Genesis, uh, Girl in Lagoon, like all these shows that uh, star child pilots. Well, the big O had uh, Roger, who was an adult, but like who had pilots who had like serious issues that they had to deal with, and then they were also they also had to fight these serious battles and like it was it wasn't just played for like uh fun and games i mean they're they're lighter lighter excuse me more light-hearted uh iterations of the genre but like at its core is about exploration of war and how humanity even up until the future will still be fighting over the same ideas ideological differences and how it affects the people who aren't or like the civilians and all that other stuff. Yeah, and then like in sure. terms of its impact in the West, you guys mentioned it, uh, Toonami. Toonami was a gateway drug for a lot of us, but like, especially for uh, introducing mech, mech uh, shows to the West, Gundam Wing was integral. And then G Gundam kind of cemented uh, Gundam as like a, 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 a series to take seriously. Yeah. Like, it had its moments where it was a little bit more lighthearted, but like it was at its core an exploration of how uh, a family can be broken apart by a single moment or by the the needs of a greedy nation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nah, I actually agree with you. I, what I like what G Gundam did though was mm-hmm. it took what people liked at that time because people were getting introduced to Dragon Ball and Yu Yu Hakusho and Gundam Wing, it gave you more of like that shonen type of battle anime that we yeah, you know, the, um, from... real robot genre with yeah. the super robot. Yeah. Like um shows like Mazinger Z or Voltron. And, and mixed those... both of them together. Those yeah. Things. Because you really from Gundam Wing I feel was a little bit too mature at the time. Like I watched 
Gundam Wing again a couple years back, and I watch it like every other year, and I just be I pick up on other shit like ideologies, and I'm like, God damn, you know, there was pacifist nations like you didn't really learn that in history class into high school, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. So, but with G Gundam, it was like, oh, I know fighting, and like they had a 360 cockpit, so you can see everywhere around. Domon in general turned Super Saiyan basically. And then, yeah. like, come on, my <laughs> hand, this hand of mine is burning red, bro. He had like, the best finger. Piece. Yo, like, take there's so one. many iconic lines. <laughs> exactly, bro. So, like, so she... was, like, G Gundam was what really cemented it as, like, yo, this is the series to watch. It's just like the other series that you watch. And they did that purposely because in 90, I think, two or 93, when it came out in Japan, that's what they were trying to go for to grab more of like the younger crowd. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I'm gonna touch on this later, but like, uh, I you mentioned it before, but Gunpla and their sales. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna circle back to that, but just I have to mention it because you talked about uh, reaching out to the younger kids and stuff like that. Uh, Meech, you have anything else you would like to add, add to that? Um, Nah, that's pretty much y'all. Pretty much hammered out that plot point or uh, that bullet point right there. Mm-hmm. I, I think more so with Gundam for me, it taught me the importance of like how you can take something as serious as war and apply it into like animation, and you get and you re- you're able to reciprocate back that actual feeling of kind of like being. And they're kind of like you're understanding the reason why they're at war. You don't necessarily agree with it, but you can understand mm-hmm. why each side is in the position that they're in and how there'll never be like an actual uh, solution to the issue. No, there's no real, there's no good side in war. There's just, it just depends cool. on what side. Like that's a prop, that's a, issue that Gundam really hammers in. Like mm-hmm. even on the hero side, there are just assholes or pe- terrible people. And then even on the like the side that you're against, there are these great people who who are only fighting to protect what they love, like their families and all these things. It shows that like war isn't just evil versus good, like how it is portrayed in a lot of uh the the earlier super robot shows. It's really a matter of perspective. Like Neither side is great. Neither side is, well, all that's way terrible. It's a it's a morally gray area, and that's what war is. Like, it's not a great thing. It's not something that should really be uh, respected. But it also does, has the unfortunate part of making that shit look fucking awesome. Because, like, there was no kid that watched Gundam and was like, you know what? That was terrible. I never want to see Gundam. I would... You know, the humanity in a war is just fucking awful. They they also wanted to be like, you know what? I want a Gundam. I want to be fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah, I will say, I'm going to say this for right now. If those kids was to watch what the hell I just watched yesterday, and I sent the link in the Twitter chat, bro. Oh, yeah. They, yo, they will never, like, I, I thought, and I thought Iron Blooded Orphans was like, oh, child soldiers, bad, bad, bad. Bro, this is saving Private that, Ryan. Oh, that brings up uh, that brings up the next question I have, actually. Um, which do you excuse me? 
which do you guys prefer? Do you prefer the, the darker, more serious, more bleak entries like the Iron-Blooded Orphans, the Thunderbolts, the Zetas, the Double Zetas, or do you prefer the more lighthearted entries like maybe uh, the, the G Gundams, the Gundam SDs, the Gundam Build Fighters? Or do you, do you just you have like a mood, like sometimes you're in the mood for the more serious stuff, sometimes you're in the mood for more lighthearted stuff? Me. I say it depends on like to me personally, it just depends on the mood. If I see like a gun mm-hmm. for me, like for me, I'm usually the type of person when I'm watching an anime, if like I'll see like the title card of the show and be like, Oh, this looks interesting. Let me see what this is about. I did that for like a lot of the gun series because I started back up watching Wayne. I I remember what running through that and then it was Gundam uh, Seed Destiny, I think that was my next one that I watched. Oh, all right. was, what was it? Gundam Double O, I think. Yeah, Ooh. that one. Oh, Gundam Double O. Uh, Ooh, amazing. That's a great series. There's a there's a whole lot of shows that have to be mentioned because, like, I believe the series is on its like twenty thirtieth like iteration at this point in terms of like OBAs and all of these other ones. But like, yeah, that's a great one. And then, like, I would Actually, like sometimes I would, uh, it, it, yeah, like, it just depends on my mood. Sometimes I used to grow up, like, I grow up watching G Guns, and I like the whole concept of them actually being able to move with the robots and so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, SD Guns, I like, like, that's a soft spot for me right there. I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. I'm a big fan of SD Gundam. It's actually its oh, own, yeah. like, mini series at this point, oh, like, it's yeah. all. It's a, it's a of sub-series in terms of, like, there's SD Gundam, there's a lot of shorts, there's a SG, uh, SD Gundam Sen Gokin, and, like, uh, basically, uh, the, I don't know if you know what the Three Kingdoms period of China is. There's, like, a gu- SD Gundam representing that. Like, SD like, Gundam's pretty dope. Like, I know what you're talking yeah. about, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, the, the novel series. The ancient Chinese novel that the yes the um, sorry to like sidetrack you each but like yeah I would check it out if you're interested in if you're like a history buff like myself because it's cool seeing um them portraying these like historical figures and like taking like like treating it somewhat seriously like they'll they'll tell the story but they'll make their own little jokes make it fun for the little kids. All right, so what's crazy, my bad, Meech. I never really gave the SD Gundam series. Like I remember it came on Toonami. Like I think it was the season it was the series after G Gundam. And I was like, what the hell is this chibi character crap? Like, cause I'm really not into the chibi characters. I like the mature series, bro. And that's that series like, actually got some Scott series at certain points. Like really? you would be surprised. Oh, you you gotta see it. Gets it dark. <laughs> yeah, my I mean, is- no matter how lighthearted it is, it's still Gundam. It yeah. gets dark, bro. <laughs> oh man, my bad. Me continue though, bro, because uh, I'm yeah. about to talk a storm in a second. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like I said, I I think it just depends on my mood and like I try to mix in the two. I never like because I don't know why, but for some reason, Gundam and like other mecha anime, it just it people always had like a stigma. Oh, it's boring. It's just a bunch of mechs fighting each other. There's no actual story. I'm like, is this what y'all really think? Or y'all just say this just to say this? Because if you sit down and watch just one series, 
you can see that there's an actual plot and there's ideologies and philosophies that are being thrown around left and right. There were some there's plots. Like yeah. depending depending on the show, like they're they will they will kill off characters that you love. And bro, like it, it will Thrones be visceral. Thrones, bro. It will be visceral. Like I don't know uh if you guys have seen the original um the original Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah. Like I, I won't spoil it, but I'm I will say at one point in the towards the middle of the, the series, a character that you have grown to love and respect and really like, he dies. Yeah. And it, it's not taken as oh well we'll move on to the next one. No, like, it, it the entire crew is affected for the rest of the series right. and for the rest of like the, the UC continuing. UC continuing up, up until even Gundam Unicorn, bro. Like, it's affected. Like it's yeah. re- it's a really big death. Bye. And like they don't they don't sugarcoat it at all. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I gotta personally say I like more of the serious ones, bro. I Again, I gotta probably get into the SD and G Gundam was dope because it did have some serious undertones, especially yeah. about like commercialism and um genetic engineering, if you like look deeper into it. But you gotta like yeah. really look because it's nothing but flash and substance as for at first. What yeah. I really, really like is like the military type, like it, the ones that are like the UC Gundams, um like, uh, Mobile squadron or whatever i gotta watch that i so to this day i'm still not watching it it's on my list because i it's heard that's similar to the vietnam war so i definitely gotta check that out bro but i like the more serious ones for like the political shit and like it basically mirrors the real world and Mm. it it hits me right where it keeps my interest it's mature enough they got like sub love stories. The characters are so three dimensional. Like literally, this like when it comes to best characters, this will wipe any shonen character off the map. When it comes to character progression, character depth, you know what I'm saying, bro? It's just yeah. one of those things where it's like it puts you in a mood, even if it's not the UC. Like if it's Gundam Double O, Gundam Double O de- is dealing with like the power consumption and how we're losing, how the, the how we're affecting the Earth's climate and everything, and how we're fighting over resources. Like, that, mm-hmm. we literally went to, like, in the U.S., went to war for oil, and it, like, really hits that. So I just, to me, I personally just, I gravitate more towards that. But even when I was younger, like, to, to this day, I can still watch them with, like, exuberation, bro. I'd be happy as hell, bro. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to, the, to touch on? Um, what was it? Uh, damn. What was I about to say? Yeah, oh, okay. I wanted to wrap my point up. It was like with each Gundam series that you get, it's not, even though it kind of like, you do get like the same story of, oh, there's a war. It's like each series gives you a, like a completely different perspective on the war and the time period that they're trying to replicate. You get what I'm saying? It's like... Errors. Like, yeah, I understand exactly what you mean, bro. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like when they start throwing in these ideologies lost, at times I've been there watching them like, yo, what would I do in this situation? Would I be able to do the exact same thing that they're, be, that they're doing on screen right now? Would I have the actual like mental 
the ability to do such heinous things. And I'm like, damn, bro. Like, people don't really think but it's about it, but, like, these philosophies are real. Like, mm-hmm. we've had literal dictators go by these set philosophies, and it's like, how do you do this? You get like, my how thing? do you live with yourself through oh, that? That, that kind of reminds me of something. Um, uh, for those who don't know, the, the original, uh, the main character of the original Gundam is a character named Amuro Ray, and, like, mm-hmm. he He's a like I believe he's like fifteen or sixteen year old and like he loses his family and like he's he's forced into the cockpit of the Gundam and he really doesn't want to be there but like he's no one but he has the ability yup and he has the ability he can't pilot it I'm I'm gonna get to that point at at a later point that as we were talking about it uh, a subject came to mind but like uh he he's he struggles with that like he doesn't want to really be a soldier and he like has to go out to keep fighting and protecting people as like. Uh, because like the people on uh, the ship are like evacuees, and so he and since he's the only one who can protect them, he has to keep going going out and fighting, and like it tears him apart. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, Amaro's a bitch. Oh, why does he keep crying? Oh, blah blah blah." Like if you were put in that situation at a similar age, let's let's say you're like fifteen, sixteen, mm-hmm. your dad gets murdered, and you are the only one who can protect not only your your close childhood friends, but literally hundreds of other people who are constantly under attack like that has to put a lot of stress on you like that kid has is dealing with a lot of ptsd and a lot of people are like no why does he keep bitching blah 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 blah. it's crazy yeah they keep coming at him about that like he's a bitch and it's crazy because a lot of like 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 he's not a soldier he's a a human bro he's like a regular kid bro and he's a six-year-old who likes playing with machines. Like you it, think <laughs> like a lot of people give him a lot of shit, and I feel like it's unwarranted. At least, like yeah, if you were in that same situation, you probably would shit your pants and never even go out to fight. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I'm 30. I'm, I'm not going to the military. I know a lot of friends in the military, bro. And if I have to, like, if it comes down to it, I will. But bro, I will be scared as fuck, bro. Like it's just bro, that's not it's not an easy thing to take another human being's life. Like no matter what the situation, even if they're trying to kill you, that seriously affects the mind. And like mm-hmm. people act like it's nothing just because like, oh, I saw it in cartoons. I could totally kill that person until no, they're bro, act- it's not that yeah. Until they're acting in a situation where they're required to do something like that and find out. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I had the power to take away a human life, and that is a heavy, heavy responsibility. Well, unless they're a sociopath, but like you know, we we ain't talking about them. Yeah, <laughs> there are plenty of sociopaths and Gundam, but like we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, and you know what's even more crazy that you bring it up about Amaro? When you look at the character Char, he's Char, his like basically his rival and like the antagonist for the main mm-hmm. UC timeline. He's actually based off of somebody in real life, um, Manfred von Richthofen, which was a German pilot. Oh, the Red Beard. Yeah, yeah like, the he was known as Germany's first ace, basically. So, like, I yeah. like that they even give you those, like, little clues. And even then, like, you know what happened in Germany. Like, they were, like, they were under, you know, they had a king at that time. This is like before Hitler and all of that. They had a king, so they had to follow. Kaiser, Kaiser, Wilhelm. The Kaiser, yeah. Wilhelm. So they had to follow what they had to do, bro. No matter how young or how old they were, bro. 
And like literally yeah. he died and he barely was even 26. You know mm. what I'm saying, bro? Like, yeah, he died at 25, bro. So these are like young people who have to take the lives of other people, sometimes in close combat, sometimes in far away combat. And you, you're doing all of this to survive, bro, because this is the situations you were put in, especially when it comes to like Char's background. So imagine going through what he went through. Amro's background, his father is the reason that his peaceful um, colony they got into the war. So it's technically Amro's family's fault. So you don't mm. even recognize that he even has that particular responsibility on him, bro. And that's how like, you... Yeah, he feels that sense of guilt. Like, this is my fault. My dad was making this in a colony that was supposed to be neutral. Exactly, bro. My dad is one of the reasons. And it's just... I kind of hate when people do that because those are the people that really don't want to comprehend the story. They just want to complain about certain things, bro. Like, yeah. it sucks, bro, but it, it be like that sometimes, man. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else you guys would like to add to that? No, I'm good. Nah, bro, uh, I'm good. Um, as we were talking, like, uh, I can't believe I didn't think about it before, but, like, uh, this this came to mind. What do you guys think of new types? And, like, there's there's different names for them in each series, but, like, they they pretty much boil down to, like, every series has its own new type. Yeah, like, coordinator uh, or whatnot. Person just, like, who's genetically better at whatever it may be. Like, they have better response. Well, they have quicker response times. They, they're pretty much almost psychic sometimes, depending on the series. Um, and then those people generally end up being the best pilots. And then, like, what do you think that says about... Uh, do you, what do you think of the commentary that says about um, the Gundam and what it's trying to portray almost? Like, do you think they're, it's trying to say like there are some people who are just better or who are more advanced or how um, in space their new types are coming out and like that's going to be the new species, the human evolution? Like, what do you think about that? I personally think. I actually like the way they implement it. Um, just for the main reason that that is is basically talking about evolution. You understand what I'm saying? Like the one thing I like about this series is they don't touch too much on the spiritual realm in terms of like Anglo-Christian values. It's more like if they do spiritual, the new types, for example, like Lala Soon and Amaru Ray, it's mm. Lala Soon in particular was more like the Buddhist, Indian, Hashram, type of like vibe but like it yeah. explains in the series that this is a natural progression of humans now that they're like in space like the brain is able to advance more and that just happens in general bro a hundred years ago we barely started driving cars you understand what i'm saying and now we have planes we have robots actually that we can control through computers we have submarines that we would have never thought we can have something powered off for something that wasn't even existing in the 20s like knowing about oh, atom and like nuclear like that uh, i forget what it's called but the uh the the freaking mysterious element that powers the gundams that doesn't exist in real life all the minoski they, particles so yeah minoski, thank you yeah so the minoski particles are basically another form of atom that was discovered which in technicality if you look at what cern is doing with the large hydrogen collider that's technically what it's trying to find. It's trying to find the original atom. So, like, whether it's going to be as advanced as the Minoski particle, like, that's just speculation. But 
I like where Gundam goes with it, bro, because even Star Trek has touched upon it. Marvel has talked about it, bro. We've seen countries try to do this. Like the whole thing with Germany was we're trying to create the perfect human by selective um like by selective birthing and stuff of that sort. So like this, and like America did have like its MK Ultra where it tried to do like experiments on the mind, mind with using drugs and stuff yeah. of that sort. You understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's been it's done. Not- and I honestly think it's something that's going to eventually happen, bro. There's no way that somebody like Bill Gates or like um what's the dude that owns Tesla? I can't, Elon Musk. Uh, Elon they're Musk. Advanced in their knowledge, bro, and they're able to retain this particular information and think of this particular people thing. like uh, Nikola Tesla's Nikola Tesla. Um, you know, Einstein was thinking about planes before planes can even exist. He had the blueprint. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. it's just something that's just on to touch upon. Um, I like how they mix the spiritualness, and then I even like how, like, for example, um. Gundam, Gundam Wing did it in a way I really appreciate it because nobody was really like super like stronger than the other. They were taking child soldiers or people with particular abilities. So like Duo Max, not Duo Troa, for example, he was a gymnast and he was in a circus. So he was he was very very athletic, and in that way he was able to do that particular thing. Hiro was an assassin. And, and he was basically a child soldier. So he was trained mm-hmm. to be that particular type of way. And that's the reason why he was so great and adept at killing people. Yeah. And killing Wayne was a... The most realistic... His birth. Exactly. And like uh, Quatra was uh, the son of like a, a very powerful sheik. And like he, he, he had political influence. Because like he was exactly. on... He was the only one that wasn't fighting by himself. He had his own little, he had his uh, own little like armada, yeah, almost. militia and everything. Sandrock, uh, Sandrock Legion or something. Mm-hmm. Like they each had something that made them special, I guess you could say. Um, Meech, would you like to add on to this? Yeah, let's see. I'll uh, I'll try. Um, regarding the question to the new types, um. I didn't. I didn't start uh, when I first. I think the first time I heard the term "new type," I think it was in Gundam Seed Destiny, I believe. Oh, coordinators! I, it was. It was coordinators. That's yeah, they were coordinator versus um. What's the term? It basically new types versus normals, but it, it's sim- a similar concept. It was just new. T- uh, that's the thing about Seed. Seed was pretty much a rehash of um. Uh, the UC continuity, like just to explain a little quickly what um, we're talking about, um, Gundam has uh, started off with what is now called the Universal Century with like the original Gundam and they would make additions. And then after a while, they felt, felt like it was getting stale. So they, they started doing uh, alternative continuities. But some of those continuities uh, kind of rehash the same points. Like uh, Gundam Wing has a lot of similarities between um that and like the universal century and uh, Gundam Seed especially is a rehash of like the earlier parts of the uh, UC. Just to let to explain what we're talking about. Continue, me. Sorry. No, you good. But yeah, it's like that whole concept when I heard it in Gundam Seed Destiny. I was like, um, it was it was really interesting to me because I don't think I seen a Gundam series before that one that had the whole. Oh, 
Well, it had like with with Wing, it did have like the five the main five people that had um that were able to uh, use the Gundams to their full efficiency. But it was never like they were separated from all other forms of humanity. It was like with Steed, they were specially trained. Yeah, they were specially trained. But it was like it was Steed. When I watched it, it was like they were really emphasizing that the main character. I think it was her name was Kira at the time. Oh, yeah, he, mm-hmm. he, he was just completely different from the average uh, human being who could pilot uh, a mobile suit at their full efficiency as opposed to him who's just like... Yeah, that nigga got shot a whole bunch of times from buildings. Like, he should have died a whole bunch of times, to be honest. No, no bullshit. He, he should have died plenty of times. Like, I, think, lot, I like. I think there was a scene in the beginning where they said he had like ten bullets in him. Like the scene where he crash lands on Earth and like they're scanning him. They're like, "Wait, why does this guy have so many bullets in him? How is he still alive? Like he has a broken leg. He has all these crazy things. And he's still running around." I like, like what C did because the coordinators were basically genetically engineered. To you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when they went to when the Earthlings first went to space and they made the colonies or whatever. They did that and in order for them to like survive they had to genetically modify themselves their children and that's why like the space noids are different the, their core coordinators they're different they're way more advanced athletically and smarter than the earthlings bro and i like the way seed had did that because you see that shit happening now with cloning and shit and like body modifications anyhow bro like, i like how it um i like how it seed uh the main character Rather than being the quote unquote new type or coordinator, he's actually just a regular, regular dude from Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it shows you, like he has to struggle to keep up with these dudes. And like eventually, like he trains himself to, like, he's not a coordinator, but he's damn near le- their level. Like he's at the peak of, in terms of like mobile suit operation. Like, he had a scrap, and he lost a whole bunch of times because, like, Bad. they were just really better than him, like, mm-hmm. more naturally gripped. But they were also cocky. They thought, "Oh, we're so much better than you. You'll never catch up." And then they got their asses handed to them, and they were like, "Whoa, what's happening?" Yeah, they were like totally caught off guard. But that's that's what happens anyway with anybody, bro. When you get too mm-hmm. complacent, you always you. You always get your ass whipped at the end, bro. When you think you're mm. that good. Yeah. You all, you're never that good. You always have to keep advancing. Like, that was a, a plot point that I did appreciate from Seed, even though Seed's not, like, is towards the bottom in, of, my, like, my Gundam list, personally. But, like, I can see why it was popular, but it wasn't really my favorite. But it's also still Gundam, so if it's on, I'll watch it. I, was, I remember, like, I don't know if you guys uh. This is kind of a side note, but like, if you guys know the, the YouTube ch- channel Gundam Info, it's like the official oh, Gundam. Oh yeah, they're playing the shows. They'll, they'll put up they'll put up whole seasons. Like they swap mm-hmm. off seasons, but they'll put up whole seasons subtitled and dubbed, and like uh, a whole bunch of languages. So in case you ever want to watch those, they have like whole seasons of the show up there. Facts. I think I don't think they they have a lot of the SD. Um, I'm trying to think what series they have right now. Do they have? Am I mistaken, or do they not have Iron Blooded Orphans? Because I know Iron Blooded Orphans and Unicorn is on Netflix. That's that's also on uh, Crunchyroll and like Hulu and Netflix, I believe. 
Gundam is like all over the place. You can find it if you want. You really want to. Um, but like uh, back to the, the the points I was making, I feel like I had something to say. Oh, this is a plot point. It's something that we've been bringing up time and time again, and like kind of sidestepping. But like, what do you think about uh, how the the fact that most of the main characters in Gundam are children and how uh, that affects their mentality, like the the child soldier thing? Because I believe. Only in like a few of the series, like uh, G Gundam, Double uh, O O, um, off the top of my head, where the main characters are like legal adults. The rest of them, they're children. Nah, no, as a child, bro. Like children, like they want them to be a similar age. But it also it brings up a great uh, a dynamic of like how this shit is just really fucking traumatic and could fuck up a person's life. Oh my, I really don't want to ruin Thunderbolt for you, bro. There's a scene at Thunderbolt towards the end of the movie where, <laughs> oh man, you, you've never seen children like that before. But personally, mm. I will say, like, that's war, honestly. Like, mm. back, we, America, remember the age to get into the military is 18. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if in America in the 1800s, it was actually younger than that. You understand what I'm saying? Especially when immigration was happening during the Civil War. The Revolutionary War, something like that. Yeah, bro, it happens. And even in other countries... Like, be honest, 18-year-olds really aren't that much of adults. Like, they, they not, haven't bro. gotten prepared wet. Exactly, bro. <laughs> and if you look at other countries, like the, in Africa in general with the child soldiers, you have that with like these terrorist organizations. Um. Yeah. Children are even put into military camps. Anyway, like JROTC, that's a military type of establishment, even though it is for high school and junior high school children. You understand what yeah. I'm saying, bro? Like, yeah. that that's just something that happens. And when it comes to psychology, bro, it really fucks them up, bro. Like in Gundam Zeta, Camille is he's Camille, in a comical state. That man is. Fucking bonkers by Double Zeta. Yeah, absolutely off his he's rocker. Comatose state, like he can't, he can barely move, bro. He's a vegetable. Mm. It's bad, bro. But I, I really think it's a reflection of the current world we live in, bro. Because mm. we only see what they want us to see on TV. I'm not saying there's child soldiers, but again, eighteen to twenty ain't nothing. I just turned thirty, and I still don't feel like an adult. Like, bro. They can't even buy cigarettes or tobacco products or exactly. liquor or get. Well, they can gamble. They can gamble, but like, there's there's a whole bunch of restrictions that they can't do yet. Exactly, bro. So it's just like, eh, like, bro. To them, it really doesn't even matter, bro. And from what I've been watching, like, if you watch Gundam on um, Iron Blooded Orphans, there's nothing but children, bro. Mm. All of them are children, but they work for this, merc- this mercenary group because Mars is type like Lola's at the time. Like, it's really like. It's really nothing you can do. And I just think it's a reflection of the times or a reflection of what may happen because you're going to run out of adults, bro. Like, that's a given. That's why, like, the... the you're going to be replaced with so many things. Like, exactly. after the Civil War, like, one in, one in five American, like, males between the age of, like, 20 and 40 died in the Civil War at that time in terms mm-hmm. of the population. And look what like, happened in Europe, in Russia, in World War Two. An entire twentieth of the gen- generation just gone, and you can't replace that. You like can't. it took years for the population to recover from that. 
bro, and look at World War Two. Europe was devastated, bro. The birth rates for the next 20 years were low as fuck, bro. So just imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like when mm. it, when it push comes to shove, I still need to defend my nation. How are your little children? Here you go, hold this one down. How old is 16 really? <laughs> 16 ain't nothing, bro. How? Like <laughs> Uh, I, I would like to hear your um your your take on it, Meech. Um, okay, how I view the question. Um, I think it's very interesting that with majority of Gundam series, that they do start out with like the child soldier who's like in like four eight, from like fourteen to sixteen. It's kind of like it really reflects on like a the do or die situation. Feeling like we're at war, we need as many people as we can get. Even if it's like you as a, as a teenager, you still consider like a child. Like hey, you're a body, we need us. We need you out there. Like our backs are against the wall. Yeah, like, it's best to appear with like um uh, Amaro Ray and like um the main characters from uh from Zeta and uh, uh Iron Blooded Orphans. Like it's it is bad. It is seed too. Like it's it's not good. I don't know if you guys have seen um Gundam Victory. It's kind of an obscure entry. Like it's in the UST timeline. I just haven't watched it yet. It is good, but it's kind of an obscure entry. And like the main character, he's twelve. He is a child. Like a lot of people hate age, but like they they did not hold back from the fact that like the main character is a child and like. Each generation, the main character is a child, and it's they very much acknowledge that and see explore how this affects a person growing up. Like a lot of people dislike age, but I like how it showed the effects of being a child soldier, and then showed it through the generations. Like towards the end, uh, Flit Asino, that man is straight up a fascist. Like a uh, fuck that. That, it went from like a bright sunny child to that nigga is a Nazi, like a straight up Nazi. He does not care. That's crazy. <laughs> but you know what's also crazy? Because they they're using Gundam obviously to attract the kids and teens mm-hmm. who would then ask their parents for money to buy the, the model kits, the gunpla. So at the same time, you also got to think about how this is militarizing kids, bro. Like how they used to think yep. of Grand Theft Auto and the the Mortal Kombat as being violent for kids, this is doing the same fucking thing, bro. It's basically like it's making kids think of like, for example, the military as oh, that looks cool. Yeah. Like, let me do this. You're instilling in kids. Question. Yeah, you're, uh, what was the question? My uh, bad. Oh, that was actually one of my questions. Uh, what do you? What is your opinion on Gunpla and how the commercialization and toy sales affects the series as a whole? Because like. Without Gunpla, the series wouldn't exist. Cause like, That's- I don't know if you know, but back then, like, it's originally airing in like Japan. It wasn't popular at first. Like, it was very close to getting canceled after like twenty three episodes. Oh no, it got canceled. You didn't know? Oh, wait, so it actually it got, got canceled, canceled in the bro- and then they it got canceled it back, and brought like, back because the, the toy sales from um I believe Bandai. The yeah. toy sales were so great. Bandai was like, we're gonna give you a we're gonna give you a big ass chunk of chains. We're gonna give us like. 20 more episodes. Get us to like 49 episodes or 50 episodes so we can syndicate this. Yeah. But the gun, the sales of the gunpla are the reason why Gundam exists, but it also 
brings up a weird dynamic. Honestly, what's the weird dynamic? Because to me personally, when it comes to the gun plot, it's the same thing that happens everywhere, bro. Everything yeah. is everything is based off of commercialism. War is commercialism. So mm. when it comes War is to big, like, big money. Yeah, big money. so <laughs> like when it comes to like kids and shit, we need the we need like the only reason even Marvel is as good as it is now, bro, is because the toys actually kept them afloat up until before they went bankrupt. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's yeah. all about commercialism at the end of the day and how we can milk everybody for their money, bro. Like, mm. you know, and if we could influence their minds at the same time, why not, bro? But I think everything is dictated off of the the ROI, bro, the return on investment. And look, somebody's going to watch a show. That's fine, bro. But you watching a show, I'm probably making this much money off of one person per ad, like what, a dollar off, an, off of each viewer who watches an ad. And that's even if they bought a product. When I can sell you a $60 to $150 model kit, you know what I'm saying? That's all money that's going in the bank. Exactly, because <laughs> it only takes five dollars to make a sit to make a um model kit. Look at the wrestling, like the WWE. Vince McMahon knew that from the jump, bro. He said, Look, yeah. that wrestlers are gonna die, regardless of anything. But let me make my money off of y'all because I can immortalize y'all's toys. And I already gave these kids these character, these characterizations of y'all. So your story lives eternal. You don't, bro. Like, it's just milking people for money. It's the same thing with sports, bro. Yeah. Like, it's all about, at the end of the day, it's all about the money, bro. It comes down to the money, and the money Business. and the products dictate the narrative and the story, bro. Mm. What, uh, what, what's your, what about you, Meech? What was the question again? Um... Oh, just to explain real quick what Gunpla is. Gunpla are like uh, model kits for like Gundams. So uh, it comes with like a whole Gundam and you like clip it apart and then you stick the pieces together and maybe glue them together. Like it's basically like uh, those toy model kits, like maybe a racing kit you might have made with your dad or a train kit. That's what a Gunpla is just for a Gundam. Um, and then my question is, uh, what is your opinion on uh, how the Gunpla and like other toy sales kind of affect the series as a whole, like a series of series as a Gundam where they, they deal with like very serious subject matter for the most part, but it's kind of driven by the need to sell toys. So that's why they always have the, like in most series, the main character will get a new Gundam halfway through the series because they need to sell more toys or they'll keep getting them random weapons that they'll use maybe two or three times because they need to sell toys. Honestly, it just goes back to what Joe said. It's, it's honestly just about the money. Like, sure, like there are people who do the like the Gundam series for like the love of the the series itself. But at the end of the day, like revenue has to be made. So even though the series started out with just one particular Gundam, twenty episodes later, the protagonist gets a new Gundam. What does that lead to? Oh, you have to make another uh, set of toys. For this mod, for this new model gun, and sell it to the public, it's just a continuous cycle of just getting money. I don't see an issue with that because throughout history, that's all it has been. It's just about making money and making money yeah. in the most possible way. So it's yeah. kind of I can see why somebody would be against it. It's kind of like well, you're just promoting, you're using war as a promotion. 
make your new products, but it's kind of like America, like the world itself has done that for several. The world itself is built off war, if you think about it. Like, I believe I mentioned this before, but like, oh, it was in like a, another recording that I messed up, but like uh, most inventions, if not all, not all, but a good majority of inventions are wartime inventions. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing that gets the human brain going more than like necessity. Probably, like, yeah, my back is against the wall. If I don't make this thing, my family might die, I might die, like, it could get bad. So that's, and also, you know, commercialization, like, people gotta make dollars. Like, uh, to compare it to another show that I think is good, but didn't have the toy sales, so it ended up, unfortunately, getting canceled, uh, Thundercats 2011. I don't know if you guys remember that. No. But it was a wonderful, like, a great retelling of the Thundercats mythos and, like, a rich expert, a more serious exploration of what it means to be a king and uh, how uh, Thundera is, uh, was pretty much dominated by the, the, the cat peoples and like how that eventually came to bite them in their ass and like all these kinds of, they had a lot, it explored these topics in a very similar, very more adult way, but it didn't have a toy sale. So it unfortunately got canceled after season one and only 26 episodes, even though there's a great setup for another season and um, so like it's you kind of have to balance it. Like it's great telling a great story and like being a serious storyteller, but you also have to you got put a food on the table. So like you yeah, have to generate something. Yeah, like and honestly, that's what it's with everything. Like when you think when you talk about war, for example, mm-hmm. the Cold War. Like when that started, when that happened, basically the only reason NASA came into existence was because. Kennedy didn't want Russia to get to space to get to the moon before us because they already got into space. You understand what I'm saying? So war yeah. and conflict drives innovations because humans, one, we don't like to be stagnant. Two, we feed off the conflict because we always want to be better than one another. You understand? We gotta beat that guy. Fuck we, that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I fuck gotta be better on the street. He has a great better car than me. I don't I gotta bust get a my better car. Exactly. Better. <laughs> Bro, look, like, one of the best inventions is duct tape. That's a NASA invention. You understand what I'm saying, bro? The microwave yeah. is a military invention. You like so many. The, uh, uh, GPS is a military invention. Military, cellular phones, all the satellites. The internet, also a military invention. Yeah, the like, internet was technically a military communication tool. Velcro, all kinds of these things were made by the military. And then they were like, no, this is useful. Exactly. But bro. We should introduce it to the, the, the general populace. Like, there's so many things in the world like uh like it's the 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 list is endless of wartime inventions that are eventually made or if it's not even for example if it's not even for wartime it's for the pride of a dollar so like denim the textile denim that we all wear jeans were made Mm. specifically because cotton trousers that were just regular um cotton that wasn't woven to be strong like denim kept ripping Mm. in the mines so they were like we need to give these miners uniform so that they'll stop ripping their clothes and getting injured so that they can stay in the mines longer and get us more coal, gold, and silver and stuff. So they created a stronger textile. That's all that really was, bro. Like, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you're really not doing anything for the betterment of humankind. We're doing everything for the betterment of the dollar, bro. Yeah. And that's what, and honestly, when you watch a Gundam, like, if you was to watch the Charles Counterattack movie, 
which I'll shoot the link into. Um, it's on YouTube right now. I'll shoot the link into the Twitter in a couple seconds. There's a mm. scene in that movie, bro, where Char is like, he's the head honcho now. He's the leader of Neon Zeon, the supreme leader, you can say, right? Yeah. They he's, the, he's the big dick. <laughs> yeah, he's literally the big dick, bro. They <laughs> created a diversion attack to get forces to go there when technically they went to a secret meeting on a separate colony with the Earth Federation, who they're at war at. So, like, if you really wanted to stop the war, you could have just killed him right then and there, bro. But they said, on good faith, he's here. They was like, we are giving you gold for this particular thing. There's a guy there who's looking at the whole situation who's the financer who has to write the books, like the top, the bookkeeper and the finance keeper. And he's in his head. He's having an internal dialogue like, what the hell is going on? They're at war. Why are they making a deal for this? Why are they giving them gold? And then towards later on, he's like, well... We have to feed the populace. So we need the gold in order to create more revenue on Earth because Earth, that's the reason people left Earth to space. Earth is getting overpopulated and there's no resources. And then uh-huh. Char is like, yo, I'm doing this because I need this to destroy y'all. So like, and they said like, oh, I dropped that colony on y'all, but they oh, that, like, that's we, the, we, we, sorry we, to interrupt you, but it's a that's right kind now. of a big sticking point in the Gundam community. Yeah, like the, that, the, the colony. That's yeah, something that's like, been happening a lot in many different series, and a lot of people either they love it or they hate it. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna make it even better for you. I'm gonna make it even better for you before before I continue on after I continue on about this. Just about their only reason mobile suits exist. So in particular to that, they was like, oh, we, they was like, thank you for the warning. We moved our base here so that we could continue fighting. We knew, since you gave us the warning that you was going to drop the colony. So it's just like, they're working hand in hand together, bro. And then in terms of the reason why even mobile suits exist, when they first started going to war with each other, they were using nuclear weapons, chemical attacks. They were dropping whole fucking colonies onto each other, like onto earth. And they killed in the first three months, bro. They killed they, almost half of the population. Yeah, in the first three uh, months. So they created uh, both Earth and Zeon. Were yeah, dead. so they had the Antarctica. Um, my bad, Meech. I know we getting like super in the weeds, bro. But they had the yeah. Antarctica <laughs> Treaty, which is basically why they're still fighting in space and on Earth. They're like, all right, look. We basically, it said that we're not gonna drop no more colonies. We also not gonna drop do no nuclear more war, nuclear warheads, and you gotta make escape pods. Say that one more time, bro. My bad. That's a new. Basically, it was boiled down to like, okay, we won't nuke you if you don't drop colonies on us. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and you know what's even more crazy, bro? That's similar to what the Versailles tre- Treaty is. That's basically the whole reason why we have it. What is it called? The it's the UN. Of, no, 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 not the UN. The rules to engagement. So every military that's oh, part like of the United Geneva Nations. Convention. Yeah, it's part of it. It was drafted as a Geneva Convention. Basically, it's called the rules yeah. of engagement. So at war, like if you kill somebody, you kill somebody. But when you carry a prisoner of war, you have to treat the POW a particular type of yeah, war. Yeah, war crimes. It cre- yeah. That created the concept of war crimes. Because exactly. before that, it was a free, it's a free for all. Yeah, it was a wild, Man. wild west, bro. Why should I give a shit about what I do to you? You're, you're, the, you're the enemy. I, I'm going to drop mustard gas on you. I'm going to give you trench flip. I'm going to do all these crazy things to you. Because fuck you. You're the op. And then after that, they're like, oh, 
damn, we have all these disabled people who are like just absolutely fucked up after this war. And they're like, man, we kind of went too far. Maybe we should set a little bit of, of ground rules. Like, you can shoot nigga, but do you really have to like mutilate him? Yep. So do you have then- to torture him? Like, Maybe we should have a couple of rules. <laughs> yeah, have a couple of rules because guess what? We need to win and we need to kill you, but we also need to make sure we're getting we're able to test we're, out. We're we need to make money. We're not no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't that, bro. Dead people don't generate money. Dead people don't create innovation. So that's essentially what it was. Like, all right, how much are we gonna wipe each other out? That's the only reason we don't use nukes now because it's like it's a zero sum game we still want to be on this earth and live to a certain extent. Come on, like, every nation right now has nuclear weapons, bro. All the big nations, nobody uses them, bro, for the simple reason that when you all use them at the same time, you're all going to die. And you kind of want to live, bro. You don't want it to be totally uninhabitable. Mutually insured destruction, that is the term. Exactly, and nobody wants that, bro. If I... if someone if someone gets big and launches it, we all launch it and we all die. Like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we kind of. Want- I was super rabbit hole. My bad, bro. I know we kind. <laughs> where was we at topic wise? Uh, what was what was the question again? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, if I'm not mistaken, it was like, how do you feel about oh about. Uh, the sales, and we kind of, like, went down the hole. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I kind of want to ask about the, the what you feel about the feel Like, that's a little bit too much of a Gundam nerd thing where, like, people will be lost. Um, And let me get down to the... But, um, what is your uh, favorite personal favorite show in the franchise or what was the show that introduced you to the franchise if you watched it or um, how did you hear about Gundam if you haven't seen any of the the show like I know Meech mentioned the Toonami that kind of stuff yeah uh, yeah I back on Toonami my first official Gundam series it was G Gundam because it was basically the same it was like I always looked at it as like a mecha Dragon Ball Z niggas was actually fighting. There was tournaments. It was to see who was the best. And then the whole concept of like, I like the whole um, the the fought, well, the shuffle alliance with them. It, oh yeah, was, that was so swag. I mean, shuffle alliance. Yeah, it was always cool to me. And then after that series, I talking about the Power Rangers again. <laughs> yeah. After after that series, I was I didn't really get into Gundam like that. For, like that was like the only Gundam I watched for like years until like it was just like that feeling of like the anime resurgence. It was kind of like you know what, man, I need to start watching more anime because I had Hulu and I had Bourbon. I was like, let me just start watching anime. So I watched G- uh, I watched the Gundam Wing all the way through. That was I think probably that's probably like. Excluding G Gundam is probably my favorite one because all the characters in uh, Gundam Wing, I like every single one. There's not like one, like each one, each of the five protagonists, uh, they carry their weight to me equally across the board. Like, they always gave me something new 
when it was just the episode with themselves or whenever they came together, you saw like, okay, this is how we can make this. Up. Yeah, whenever they came together, that's when you knew, oh shit, it's serious. Because for the most part, they were like independents. They would they were just off doing whatever shit they were doing. Like they were just causing havoc on their own. I don't think at one point they even knew the others existed. And then they would run into each other and be like, oh, is this an enemy? And they're like, no, you look a little bit different. I'm going to just go my way. You go that way. We, we just don't interfere in each other's business. So when they all got together, you like, oh, shit has hit the fan. Like, all five of these niggas are in the same spot and they fighting? Oh, you know shit's about to go down. Facts. <laughs> That's when you knew shit was real, bro. Yeah, like when that nigga Wang always want, want wanted to fight the others more than he wanted to fight uh, Oz. He's like, I want. He's like, these saying, guys yeah, are was about that action. Like you guys, and see, I want to test myself as a warrior. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, Wu Fei was about that action, bro. He was Wu ready. For the, he was ready for any type of trapping, bro. Was always about that smoke. Yeah, that nigga wanted smoke constantly. So wait, and that led to that led to end this waltz in, in, in parts, but that's that's a story for another day. Um, right, back so to you, your point. Yeah, my bad, Meech. I I got one question. You say you like everybody on equal heading, bro. So there's not one character that edges out another better, bro. I I don't know. Like, no, nah, I don't think so because yeah, like I don't. Yeah, I don't think I would. I don't know for. If we're talking about Wing, yeah, Wing, because it seems like of, you like Wing the most, bro. Personally, that's yeah. how I see it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. If I had to pick like the series, like I said, that's not G Gundam. It's Wing for me. Um, uh, I I don't think I could pick like one character that I like the most out of them because, like I said, they all give me something different. They bring something completely new to the table with their personality. Maybe if I was talking about as far as personality, personality goes, I think, uh, what is his name? Duo? I think he would probably, if I had to pick a favorite, I think that would be fine because he's just, he's, he's like that cocky, arrogant dude that knows he's that nigga and he just goes along with life, even though he knows he's in the middle of the war. You feel me? Yeah. And I think, and it's probably my favorite Gundam song too, I think. Yeah. Oh, it has oh, to be one like, of the best Gundam intros ever. Um, he has one, probably one of the best designs. Oh yeah, design yo, Gundam. Gundam is like iconic. Uh, death, Death Sight and Death Sight. Gundam well. Death Sight. Yeah, dude. but the Gundam Death Sight too. Oh, this oh, Endless Waltz, bro. That color scheme, bro. Oh, that was one of the few um series where not only the main character but like all of them got their own second one. And yeah. all of them were flames. And what's even more crazy, bro, with Duo, I ain't gonna lie. When I was younger, it was Duo. And then when I got older, I started liking Zex. But to me, Duo had the most swag out of everybody, bro. And he was just mad carefree. So I can I bang mean, with that. that. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I can bang with Look, that. I'm an assassin. I, I'm a I'm a death bringer. I'm gonna do, do my business. Why should I give a shit? <laughs> facts, facts. Um. Oh, John. Uh, excuse me. Would you like to go, Jace? Yeah. Um. I bet. So fuck. All right. So what got me into? <laughs> all right, because I'm about to geek out like OD right now, bro. All right. So what got me into mm. Gundam was Gundam Wing. That was because of Tsunami. Because like I knew about Dragon Ball and shit. 
And I knew about like a camera ninja scrolling Ghost in the Shell. Like that's what introduced me to anime. But Gundam Wing got me. And then I somehow fell into like G Gundam was dope, bro. It was just too superhero y for me. And then I somehow fell into the UC timeline and discovered Char. And after that, bro, and like the maturity of Gundam, I was like, bro, I was like, I was out of there. So I got to say, like, my favorite series, I want to say Zeta Gundam. And I will call You like that dark, everyone cry shit at the end. Bro, I like, I like death, bro. Like, honestly, bro, like, it's kind of morbid, but I like that mature shit where you don't know if your hero is going to survive. There's, um, everybody has a particular ulterior motive, bro. You understand what I'm saying? Every, I don't know everything is, like, everything is a line of gray. Nobody's good, nobody's bad. Because, like, Armour is a dick, bro. TV tropes at all, but, like, under TV tropes, if you look up Fuck It, Kill Em All, I believe the trope is called Fuck It, yeah, Kill Em All. Oh, under it's, under a- there. it's under there. It's, like, number three or four. Yeah. It, bro, I'm pretty it's sure. It's basically like the Game of Thrones of Gundam before Game of Thrones was a thing, bro. Yeah. But uh, I just really became entranced by like Char. So like also the Char's counterattack movie, bro. Like he's to me like an amazing fucking character, bro. Because like he really gave up everything to get revenge. And then because his his love of his life got killed by his rival, he hated his rival, bro. And, like, he did everything. Like, literally, Charles' counterattack is not because of the, his passion of making everybody a space noise and creating a new type, but it's also because... It was fuck that nigga for life. Fuck you um, for life, and I want you to know psych. I'm doing this. I want you to know I'm doing this, Armoro, so that you could come and try to stop me so that I can kill you. Like, I'm literally about to throw a colony on Earth. Not His first reason wasn't because he wanted Xeon to be prosperous. It was because he hated Amaru, bro. Like, you gotta be a psycho fucking path to do that shit, bro. You gotta be driven beyond measure, bro. And, like, it just shows you that no matter what you do in life, bro, no matter what goal you accomplish, you're gonna find another goal and try to succeed and try to, like, tackle that goal and become better, bro. Like, I really, like, I, I, I'm still flabbergasted to the day. I just watched it again. And I'm just like, you are a psychopath, bro. You will literally put millions of people's lives on the line just so that you can get back to somebody, bro. Like, what drives fuck you to ops. that, bro? <laughs> Charles said, fuck the ops. Bro, facts, bro. It's on, if I see them, it's on site. Bro. Um, if I may interject. Yeah, go uh, ahead, bro. Sorry. Uh, uh, I would like to say uh, probably if I had to I like the more serious stuff. I like the more lighthearted stuff. I feel like G Gundam is that perfect, that perfect balance mm. of the lighthearted stuff and the the more serious stuff. So that's probably at the top of my list. But like, I had to mention like a few others, like um, like SD Gundam. I enjoy that very much. I enjoy the the uh, Double O. I enjoy. Wait, what? I was thinking of it as you were talking. Uh, I enjoy the original G Gundam. Gundam Wing has to be mentioned. Uh, oh, this might be a surprise for you guys, but Gundam Build, uh, Gundam Build Fighters, that is one of my up up there on my favorites in terms of like, because it comes out, it, it's sort of meta. It comes out into the real world, and like everyone's a fan of Gundam, like us, and they're like, 
they're basically using like virtual reality to fight with their gunpla. And that mm-hmm. shit is like right up my alley. I would love to have like a video game in the vein of like you can make your own custom Gundam, like from any other series, you pull it out, you change you, you start off with the base model and you change it enough. Hey, so that, there is a game for that, bro. It's it's on the phones. There's a game for that, but I'm saying but like before I believe they made a game after they made Gundam Build Fighters. Oh no, they they, they made it yeah. after, but I think it's a game where you could customize there is a game, but I'm saying like that would that, that can you imagine if that was like a real real sport and the fact that they take that sport so seriously Fact. it's hilarious to me like it's they treat it like bro. it's one of those shows it's like Yu-Gi-Oh or like Beyblade where like mm-hmm. it is unbelievable that people would take this this toy game so serious and make they real fucking serious about it I got a question what would you rate it bro? I love that absurdity <laughs> what would you rate it because I do need a new Gundam series to watch as I'm waiting oh, for the new show to come out yeah um, well, you like the more serious stuff, but like I personally would rate it probably like a 8.5 because I didn't really like the way it ended. The way it ended was kind of anticlimactic, but up until that point, it was very enjoyable, extremely right. enjoyable. I would have rated it an 8.5 because I didn't, I didn't like the ending. <laughs> I got to check it out, bro, because one, the serious shit, I'm not going to lie, and it's probably why Meech probably doesn't like he only likes certain ones. It gets a little too dreary, bro. And like we already dealing with all this shit in regular life anyway. So it's yeah. kind of like, damn, bro. Maybe like if you I ever need one that's more uplifting. A show that's like pretty much an expre- appreciation of Gundam as a series. Like there's, it's so much fun. Like even if you're not like going back and rewatching the series to see like all the cameos of like all these suits from all these years. And like the thing I like, I especially love about it. They don't just focus on like the Gundams. They show all the other suits too and give them their own shine. Like there's uh, Jagans, there's uh, 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 Zaku's, there's all kinds of suits from all kinds of places. And like they each get their own shine and are treated as just as important as the Gundams. Like the oh. Gundam is like the main suit, obviously, but the gotcha. other suits are given their own shine. And like they're not just like a uh, background, they're not just like a, uh, what's the word? A bullet father. Like they're all given their own time, and like they're just as se- treated just as seriously. All right, so that's, I may have to check it out, bro, because I need some. It's very much a show for a fan of Gundam. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a, a big fan of it, you will enjoy the show. If for nothing else, but like just looking at all the, the looking at how much the creators appreciate the series as a whole, because that's kind of the feeling you have as a Gundam fan. Facts. Uh, is there anything else you guys would like to uh, uh, offer? Or... Um, Meet you go first, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No problem. Um, I will say another series that I did enjoy. Uh, the other two that I did enjoy uh, was Seed Destiny and Double uh, O. I thought those were pretty interesting. With the, uh, I like uh, I think one of my favorite uh, MCs from the Gundams is Setsuna. Like I think he's like one of the realest niggas ever. I didn't really care for Kira like that, but he did his. He served his purpose, I suppose. And that's you know about what? it. I kind of bang with you on the Setsuna. I think he's a perfect hero. Like he's like. 
especially being at the age I'm at. The perfect hero, like, you? Yeah, no, he is, bro. Because he's a crazy assassin, right? He only cares about the objective. And, like, he doesn't fall for the pussy. He's still going to kill the pussy. Like, and not in that way, like, he won't kill it. He's going to kill the bitch. Like, he literally, <laughs> at the time, he was like, well, if I have to do what I have to do, I'm going to do it. I really thought, like, because I was younger with Hero. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes yeah. I was just like, all right, bro, I'll kill you. Like, that was kind of corny. But Setsuna is, like, really a fucking murderer, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that nigga about that shit, and he's—it's very obvious. Like, he do not play. Like, Hero didn't really play too much either. Like, you know, he he got a little bit soft-hearted, but like, he still would fuck fuck you up. Like, no, no cap. But Sensina, that nigga, a whole sociopath. He does not yeah, get bro. fuck. He was all <laughs> fucked up in the game, bro. And I like that Gundam Double O had that dude that trained Setsuna. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So like it was like that dynamic, and I don't think they explored that with the Hero Yui shit. So that's what made Setsuna more compelling because not only do Setsuna he has this particular like he's been through the shit, but he's also in situations that remind him of the shit he's been through. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I really I bang with Setsuna a lot, bro. I can't even knock that, bro. Yeah, um, you have to bring up low. Um. I think I mentioned this before, but earlier, but I, I'm a fan of Age. They got a lot of hate from like the fan base, but like I, I appreciate them trying something different. Like, wait, bro, I think the audio knocked out. Big fan of the because like. A lot of people hated it. They were like, oh, I hate their, how they keep swapping out the main character and like blah, 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 blah. But I like how it explored uh, how generational violence affects a family and affects a person, especially. Like I mentioned it earlier, but like the main character in the first part, he starts a person and then at, by the end, like that man is warped to the, to the yeah. point where like, I believe, I don't want to uh, spoil any things, but like he does some some pretty fucked up decisions that like, you're like, damn, man. Same kid we, we we watch grow up and like have his own family. Like it, it gets bad. <laughs> nah, I feel you on that, bro. And that's probably why I like the Gundam series a lot as well, bro. Because you get that character progression. And it's it's heavy, bro. It's not lighthearted. Like Shonen does it as well now. You know what I'm saying? But especially back then, Shonen was more about like fight, 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 like, not so much heavy shit, you know what I'm saying? Gundam is heavy, bro, so to me, it kind of helped me prepare for certain shit, bro. Mm. And if I had to say anything, um, I'll say if you knew to Gundam, I'll say do Gundam's, you can either do Gundam Wing or Gundam Double O, only because they're similar. There's, like, five-man squadron, there's a separate organization, and Gundam Double O was the first Gundam to be in HD, so it's um really, really beautiful. So I would recommend that personally. But for me, if you really want to get in the trenches, watch the original Gundam movies. Don't watch the original Gundam show. It's trash. The animations, it drags along too much. The movies are condensed very, very well, bro. That and Gundam Z. Um, oh, the compilation movies. Yeah, compilation movies. Like, if you want to get into Gundam, but you don't want to sit through 50 episode seasons, just watch all the compilation movies. 
they're yeah, they're compilation movies for uh, each. I believe there's one for Gundam, Gundam Zeta. Uh, there's a compilation movie for the Seed Seed series. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's a compilation movie for Double O as well. So mm-hmm. if you yeah, if you feel like getting into like a 50 episode uh, series is too big of a time commitment, there's the compilation uh, compilation movies which are rough clocking at around four hours each because there's usually like four three or four parts. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I would say Iron Blooded Orphans. If you don't mind gore, it's worth it. You don't need to watch a compilation. Watch that fully. That is amazing. Catch it on Netflix. It is uh, great. Yeah, there's a lot of great shows to be recommended. It's a it's a long running series. Has a lot of great entries. Um, I would like to thank you two for uh, joining me today and having this discussion with me. It's always fun uh, picking the brain of someone who has a similar interest or someone who might not be as into it, but you know, is willing to learn, is willing to listen. Right. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, if is yeah, there anything absolutely. you guys would like to uh, promo before you go, like uh, your Twitters, your shows, uh, maybe a, a product or something you would like to talk about? You can you can go first, Joe. Um, you can definitely catch me at Fashion Forty on almost all the socials. Um, Twitch. I'm gonna start streaming again. I have to take a couple of days off, and my YouTube is also Fashion Forty where. I'm working on two video essays that should be out by like mid February. Give me some time. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at It's Your Boy Meach. You can also follow my own podcast, The Space to Place podcast, here on Anchor. I've had Jair on there several times. I'll probably have. I'm at this, at this point. I'm pretty much like an honorary guest because I'm about to guest star on another one. Because Meech has like these really interesting topics, and I have a lot to say, so I, I love helping out on that podcast. You guys should go check it out. Even the episodes where I'm not featured, um, Meech has a very good way of like setting up a topic and like really like diving deep into it and like explaining why he feels a certain way. So I would recommend uh, following his podcast, favoriting, like listening to his episodes. Yeah, this yeah, most definitely check that out. Uh, this weekend, I th- we'll be talking about our like I guess you want to say our first serious topic because most of the topics before have been really about like anime cartoons. But this, I thought this was episode uh, we should we could change it up a bit. But yeah, make sure to stay tuned for that this Saturday at nine and Eastern Standard Time. It'll most likely be out Sunday morning or afternoon, depending on how I'm feeling. But yeah, that's all I gotta say on that. Uh, thank you again. Thank you guys again for joining me, and uh, have a good evening. You already no know the vibes. I should probably have a sign sign off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I will work on that. But thank you both. Thank you both, and uh, have a great night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Peace, man. Blessings, God.